is what my man Taylor, who uh, is on the next 90 team here, the next 90 production team, we are trying to level up our game inside the next 90. Because if you have been listening, you know that this is a is a train, this is a movement, this is whatever you want to call it, a rocket ship that does not stay still. As they say, a rolling stone grows no moss. And so does a human being that is moving forward in their life. Their life does not grow moss. Their life does not grow mold. They just continually level up 90 days at a time and they accomplish big shit. Well, not everyone, but people inside the next 90 nation. What is the Next 90 Nation? Well, I am your host, Nick, and this is the Next 90 with Nick. This is a podcast dedicated to men and women all around the globe who want to level up their lives by simplifying it, by chunking it down into 90-day increments and just going. And I have an interesting story to share. So (laughs) I had somebody ask me just recently, like, actually it was today, said, has your, your relationship with your wife always been as it is? You know, because I share a lot, I talk a lot, I've had her on the show, I've done all this kind of stuff. And so if you follow me and you know me, you know that like my wife and I are pretty tight, like, and we're a, a great solid couple. And I was like, dude, fuck no. <laughs> like, it hasn't always been like this. Uh, like, in fact, she she used to like obsess over Dateline NBC so I'm pretty sure she was actually like note taking on how to kill me without getting caught, you know, between like the antifreeze, maybe throwing me in a wood chipper, feeding me to, to pigs, something where there would be no trace of me and no trace that she did it. Like, I think that was why she was watching Dateline and I half joke, but I'm sure there's plenty of times in her life where she absolutely wanted to murder me. You know, and I'm, and there was a lot of times where I deserved it. You see, my wife and I have had like a back and forth relationship. And, um, there was a period where for two and a half years, she didn't talk to me. Now this is prior to getting married. I'll, I'll say that as a caveat, but it doesn't really fucking matter. Like, does it make it any better or worse? Like that you treated a human being poorly if, if, if you were married to them or not, like it's the principles of, of life. And, uh, so but even inside our marriage, right? Then we got married. Um, we had our, we got pregnant like five days after we got married. So we got married. We got pregnant with my, my daughter, uh, Nevin. She was born before our first anniversary. So we hadn't even been married. <laughs> we were married 10 months and we had a child. I was like, what the hell? We were also building two businesses. The two businesses that I currently have that are up and running right now, we are building them. We are building out a new office. Like it was a lot. Then we got pregnant with my son four or five months later after the do- after being new parents. It was like, holy shit. Like it was, it was crazy. The pressure of building the businesses, the pressure of like all this stuff. So, and I didn't have warrior. I didn't have these, these principles. I didn't have the, the next 90 philosophy. I didn't have the core four. I didn't have the tools that I have now. I just was some guy who was just trying to go like through life, very brute force-ish, like just no plan, white knuckled, just doing it on my own, fighting alone. And so like that brought a lot of pressure to me as a, as a man, as a human being. And you can relate to this, you know, probably all of you that whether you're the, the woman in the relationship, the man in the relationship, like there's fucking pressure regardless. And so like there were times where her and I weren't as tight as we are now. 
And there was times where, you know, like I would just want to disconnect. So what did I do? I, I would drink too much and then that would cause problems. And then like we had back to back children, like, I mean, hell hath no fury on a woman's body and then back to back children, children in general, like women, God bless all of you. Because what you go through is insane. Absolutely insane. I've always respected my mother, but never have had more respect for her than inside of being a father. So I've got this wife who, you know, she's a, she was an ex NFL cheerleader. She was a dancer her whole, her whole life, professionally people, not on the stage. Um, that's, you know, for my eyes only. And, um, but she was like, so she went from, you know, being this like woman who was always fit and in shape. And then she had children and then like her body didn't respond, you know, as, as quickly and then bam, pregnant again. And then it was like, holy crap. And so you add all of this up, you add all of this up with, you know, the pressure that I was under and, you know, my, my, my wanting to disconnect and not be present, even if I wasn't like, you know, having a couple of drinks, like just coming home and not being present, like there was a ton of disconnection with us, a ton of disconnection. Like our physical intimacy was like at an all time low. I mean, like it was just, it was just hard. And I remember like, uh, her and I were going to, to therapy and like, we were, we were, it's, we weren't kind of directly going to therapy for, you know, each other, but we ended up, you know, kind of doing some couples therapy in the, in the process of what we were doing. And I won't get into that, but it's not important. We're in therapy and therapy is great. Therapy is like a, a weightlifting session for your mind and your soul. And so we're in there and like my poor wife just breaks down about how she doesn't feel attractive anymore. And you know, like that she just wants to be wanted by me. And it like broke my fucking heart. And I, then I realized I'm like, holy shit. Like we aren't like having as much sexual intimacy as, as we used to. And because it was just hard, like life was hard and my mind, I just wasn't into it. I'd go to sleep. I'd have a couple cocktails and just want to disconnect and you know, whatever. Like it just wasn't, it wasn't happening. And so like we literally agreed as a couple to have sex twice a week, almost like contractually, like, okay, we're going to do it at least twice a week. And so we, 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 we made that commitment and more so I started doubling down. I started doubling down on like these, what I call the daily deposits, the, the love deposits, like these text messages and these emails and um, the voice notes and all this kind of stuff. And I started to talk about how I thought how sexy she was and, and what happened in the process is I actually became more attracted, attracted to her. Like I was already attracted to her, but it's crazy. Like you think about when you were first getting into a relationship and you think about like what you would have done to get that person, men, you do like, I'll just be blunt. Like what you would have done to get them in bed. You know, and like you would do some crazy, silly shit. You would send them flowers and emails and, you know, like you'd show up at their work with their favorite croissant or whatever. I don't know if anybody has a fucking favorite croissant. It just sounded fancy. But you would do all this shit. And then all of a sudden you, you, you get married and you're up there and you're like, I love you. Oh, my God, you're so great and blah, blah, blah. Until death do us part. And then two years later, you're like, fuck you. Who are you? And you're like, how did we end up here? And it's because we stopped doing the fucking shit that we knew we should be doing or the stuff that we did to get that person like courting them. Like, man, I courted my wife like crazy, crazy. 
And then you just stop doing it. And you think because you're married, they're just like, oh my God, the king is home. Let me, you know, service you. And it's like, no, dude. Like you have to fucking lean in with love. And so by doing this, by starting the seduction sequence again, I ultimately seduced her and seduced myself. And it was, it, it, it just started happening, happening naturally. So now you like, you fast forward, right? Me just living these principles, doing the core four, doing the daily deposits, giving her space, uh, allowing her to feel safe to collide with me when she doesn't agree. And just like building this fucking bond. Like, dude, our sexual intimacy is through the roof. It's through the roof. Like, and we're having fun like we, we used to when we first started dating. And so the crazy part is this guy asked me, like, has it always been the same? Like, has it always been that way with your wife? And I'm like, dude, no fucking way. But the crazy part about that was at the same token, like I had my blackout experience and then just like a couple of weeks have gone by and my wife and I hadn't been intimate, had not been intimate, nothing wrong. We weren't fighting, nothing. But she's like, she like said to me, she's like, I just feel like disconnected from you. She's like, I don't know if it's, we're not communicating. She's like, I can't put my finger on it. And then I looked at her, I'm like, you know why you're feeling that way? Like we haven't been like physically intimate. Like, and that was such a beautiful realization. Not the fact that we hadn't been intimate, but the fact that like we've become so close that two weeks of non-physical intimacy and connection, like feels like we're disconnected. Like I'm talking, you know, it would have been once a month or twice or once every two months or something like that. Now, like if we go more than a week and we haven't connected as a couple physically, emotionally, you know, spiritually and sexually to be quite candid, like it doesn't feel the same. And I, t I looked at my life. I'm like, do you realize, do you realize how far we've come as a couple? And she's like, wow. She's like, babe, you're right. Like I didn't like this just became the new norm. And I'm like, Exactly. Like, this is our life now. Like, it's not what we, it's not what we do. It's who we are. Like, we are a couple dedicated to expansion. We are a couple that's, you know, working like the core four. My wife doesn't do it in the same capacity I do, but she knows all the same tools that I have. Like, it's every day she's leaving me a voice note or a text message. And I, I, in return, like date nights religiously every fucking week, every week. And, and then, and then staycations and we, ha we call them sexcations sometimes just getting away. We did 10 days in Europe. Like we're actually being a fucking couple. I know it's a novel idea, but like, it's like we stopped doing the things that we did to get where we wanted to get. And then we expect them to stay the same. Life is not like that, nor is like your body, nor is your bank account, nor is your relationship with yourself. Like that is why the core four exists. As a daily reminder, a daily discipline that you can practice and do so that you feel like you're in charge of your life no matter what. No matter what. And you're not going to get derailed. You might go a week or two like my wife and I did, but you'll have the knowledge and the awareness to course correct and come back. Like if you want to grow, you must be growing. The end. And how do you grow? Daily. How does, a, how does a seed become a tree? Day by day, growth, water, sun, digging its roots deep, deep into the ground so it can shoot for the sky. Human beings are the same way. Like, I tell you these stories. I mean, I don't even get my wife's permission for this. And uh, babe, if you're listening, I'm sorry. And I really love you. And I'll make this up with 10 more text messages tomorrow. But here's the thing is that my wife understands that this vulnerability gives you permission 
to be the same. Like for you wives or you husbands that are out there right now, like how long does it take to send a two minute text message to that person and let them know you love them? Let them know there's something about them that you appreciate. Like, do you think you'd be less to anger when they walked in the door? Do you think that you would be more attracted to them if you're always thinking about how attractive they are? Do you think that you would be more connected if you're actually connecting? Like, it's not rocket science. I wish I could make it more complex. I wish I could just, you know, give you some blue pill or green pill, then then you got to stand on your head and then you got to figure out the last digit of pie. Like, it's just not that. It's simple daily disciplines that will lead to all of your resurrections. And quite frankly, maybe for you men, a couple erections. Anyway, that was inappropriate, but fuck it. Like, we're talking about sex. We're talking about life. We're talking about real shit. Like, I don't hide this stuff because it's life. There was a moment in my marriage where, you know, things were not as peachy keen as they are now. There was a moment in my marriage where shit was fucking hard. And there's going to be moments where it's going to be hard again, but we have banked away a lot of love, a lot of love that we can withdraw, that we can lean on, that we can look at that's compounding daily so that when those times come, because it's not if, when those times come, we know. I know that my wife love, honors, and appreciate me. And I, and then she knows the same of me and she knows that we are friends and we are ride or die. And that like, it's not fucking perfect, but it's perfectly imperfect for us. And we work on it every goddamn day. So I want you to think about your relationships right now. I want you to think about your wife, your girlfriend, your husband, your boyfriend, your fiance, like any relationship that matters. Like the more you put into that relationship, the more you will get out. If you're sitting around waiting for that person to change, fuck you. They're not going to. But you can. You can start leaning in with love. You can start doing daily deposits. You can start doing date nights. You can start telling them how much you love them and appreciate them and see what happens. See if they don't rise to meet you. And if they don't, well then, my friends, you'll have the clarity inside of this program to make the decisions you need to make. So doing the work matters every single day. So my friends, take this time, hang up, text somebody you love them. It takes all of 30 seconds and just watch their reaction. But make it genuine, make it authentic. And remember, vulnerability is a weapon and not a weakness. So until next time, I may have some apologizing to do to my wife, but for the rest of you, own the next 90. I'm out.